0: From the final phase electric studios, from the first step to the final phase, industrial and commercial electrical done right. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number doesn't really matter because I'm not taking phone calls from you right now. But one day you'll earn the privilege back, like on Friday at 4 o'clock. You'll get the privilege back. Um, some people have asked if I'm going to start taking more phone calls. I've, and here's the thing. Like, I open it up sometimes, and sometimes I'm flooded. And I open it up other times, and nobody really cares. So maybe? <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, I don't really use the texting service anymore because it's annoying, uh, and I have the live stream to deal with. And so I figured uh, live stream people probably more important than people who text me, so I'm going to go with the live stream. Which you can get at rumble.com slash Casey the host. You can watch the live stream right now. All right, let's just start off with uh with well, the Department of Justice and Michigan and Biden doing stupid stuff again, shall we? The Department of Justice is now refusing to investigate Governor Whitmer's nursing home policy. Huh? You re- you realize hold on a second. Pause time out. You realize At the time she was putting sick people in the nursing homes, the CDC's website said to keep sick people away from retirement communities at the same time, okay? And Cuomo was already doing it. The other thing is she then lied about the policy and who was responsible for the policy. We then got emails confirming that she was behind the policy when she was trying to blame other people in her health department. Um... Then we find out that the state of Michigan is breaking the law by not keeping an accurate record of nursing home deaths in the state of Michigan. Plus, the state of Michigan, again, was admonished by the courts here recently because they were illegally denying FOIA requests for numerous months. They denied 100% of those requests into information with the nursing home policy. Only Here's the, the only reason that we know about the state of Michigan not adhering to the law in in reporting nursing home deaths is because the courts finally said, you need to honor these FOIA requests. And so they did. And a journalist got their hands on the data, which showed that they were not accurately keeping the data, which is a crime by the way. Now they're also not going to investigate Cuomo's nursing home deaths. And we know for a fact in the state of, of New York because there's whistleblowers in his own administration who have said he's been lying and hiding the true number of the deaths in nursing homes and hiding it from the government illegally. Okay, They're not allowed to do this. When you get the federal aid, they're they're reporting standards and recording standards that they were not meeting, and they're intentionally flouting in order to hide the accurate numbers of deaths in their state. So in New York, the I think it's the 2nd District, don't quote me on that, they're still going to investigate. They're like, we don't care what the DOJ does, we're still going to investigate it. But the DOJ is just going to walk away from this. And it's not the only controversial DOJ move over the weekend. We'll get to more. The Justice Department refused to take up a civil rights investigation into Michigan Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer over her policy of requiring nursing homes to accept coronavirus patients during the pandemic. And remember, in, in New York, they were required to take them as well. And then Cuomo said, no, 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 they weren't required to. We just recommended that they do it And the nursing homes. All came out and said, no, it, it, it was very much a wink, wink, nod, nod. You're taking them or else. Weber's policy came under scrutiny after an investigation discovered the state's health department severely undercounted the number of COVID deaths that that occurred in long term care centers after the policy was implemented. And we only got that information because the courts required the, the state to actually start releasing the data with FOIA requests after they've been denying those FOIA requests for about a year. Not at all shocking. But still, it goes to show you everything that's happening. So I am adjusting my position here on Whitmer bailing on the state of Michigan. What is happening now is Washington, D.C. is doing everything they can to set her up to remain as governor in Michigan. So her. her my idea, not her plans, my idea that she would run away and go to D.C., I, I'm not convinced of that anymore. It looks like Biden wants her to stay put and doesn't want her in DC. And so now what they're doing is they're just erasing all they can about her administration and their mishandling of COVID, and they're flooding her with outside money in order to make sure that she has a war chest when she goes into reelection. So this is gonna be an interesting dogfight election in the state of Michigan. So again, I'm I'm adjusting my position on that just a little bit until something else changes. Now, Representative Scalise has blasted the Department of Justice because they dropped the investigations in nursing home deaths. Uh, Representative Scalise, Republican of Louisiana, he's the guy that was shot by the Bernie Sanders supporter that the FBI tried to say wasn't a Bernie Sanders supporter. Remember that? Just, just so in the congressional baseball shooting, just want to remind everybody. He said the Department of Justice's decision to end the investigations in nursing home deaths in New York, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey was unconscionable. Everywhere that there has been nursing home death controversy, is run by Democrats, and in every single one of those places, the Biden administration has said, we're not going to investigate. Now, what does this sound like? Shades of Obama, right? Every time a Democrat governor got in trouble with Obama, the Department of Justice backed him out. Every single time. And that's exactly what's happening this time around. Exactly what happened with Obama. Nobody in the Obama administration who got caught breaking the law lost their job. They all kept their job. Maybe they got reassigned to a different place, whatever. But They all kept their job. Nobody got fired. The ones that got caught committing crimes, they didn't get fired either. They didn't get charged with anything either. Squeeze was told Friday in a letter from the Justice Department that the investigations into the nursing home deaths that occurred during the pandemic would be dropped, which prompted the congressman to call out the DOJ for not finding out the truth that plagued thousands of families following the loss of their loved ones. Janice Dean is obviously posting about this on Twitter and is furious as she should be. It is outrageous that the Department of Justice refuses to investigate the deadly must-admit orders issued in New York, Pennsylvania, and Michigan by the governors that resulted in the deaths of thousands of senior citizens. That's what he said uh, Friday. Where is the justice for nursing home victims and their grieving families? Well, it's going to come through class-action lawsuits, which isn't going to get the families all that much, but... Uh, is certainly going to hurt the taxpayers in those states. Those deadly orders contradicted the CDC's guidance? Yep. We did it live as it was happening. We were telling you when we found out that they were going into nursing homes in New York and then in Michigan, I pulled it up right there on the website of the CDC. They were advising not to do that. It was on the website. Now, that's not a law. It's just guidance. But if the CDC is giving guidance and you've got governors with, of course, no medical training, yeah, screw the CDC. And now those are the same governors telling you, oh, we're just doing what the CDC tells us to do. No, you're not. That's the point. Just common sense anyway. I still have to remind everybody there were a lot of Democrats in the state of of Michigan that went after Governor Whitmer when she did that. Okay, so friendly reminder that it's not all Democrats. Even worse, Governor Cuomo in New York intentionally tried to cover up the true death toll resulting in his mandate. Grieving families deserve answers and accountability. It's unconscionable that the Biden Department of Justice refuses to investigate the deadly actions that went against CDC's medical guidance taken in these states. And Representative Scalise is right. Now, not the only thing controversial that happened with the Department of Justice over the weekend. So last week, we learned that nine unregistered roving Chinese spies were arrested after threatening U.S. residents. Okay, so this is, again, Chinese spies in the U.S., So. That's just one case, but this is where this kind of dovetails with another another story from a while ago. We've been telling you about all these Chinese spies being arrested for, you know, about two years now. And we really ramped up right before the pandemic actually hit, which led me to believe that there was something more that was happening in China at the time because in the west all we were hearing from China was oh we can't transmit from from person to person it's not an epidemic or a pandemic don't worry about it it's under control everything's fine and then we had all of these chinese spies at american universities sending bio research back to china and they all got caught in a massive sting so here's where the other story is and this one came out today The Biden administration's Department of Justice announced last week that it was dropping charges against five members of the Chinese People's Liberation Army who had lied about their histories to obtain jobs in in American universities. What? Now, this is not at all shocking because we told you that Biden was going to do everything he could to help his Chinese buddies out. And that is exactly what's happening here. So you got Now, again, we've arrested nine additional soldiers, but there was a previous story that we covered where there was five Chinese soldiers who got caught. They were they were going undercover. They worked for the the Chinese military and they were trying to get jobs at American universities to steal research. That's what they were doing. Well. The Biden DOJ is not charging them. Wonder why that is. Now, there could be a whole host of reasons. But still, it doesn't look good, especially when you're in an an administration where your family's making money off of China. um, You're perceived as China friendly. The Chinese themselves openly brag about how they have control of you. The five soldiers were seeking visas in order to apply for jobs in doctoral positions at several universities in the states of California and Indiana. Local story. They had all been arrested in the summer of last year as part of a wider crackdown on Chinese infiltration into American upper education. All five of them sought their either J-1 or F-1 visas in order to apply for positions at the University of California, San Francisco, the University of California, Davis, Stanford University, Indiana University, and the University of California, Los Angeles. However, officials revealed the stunning decision to drop the charges in statements to the Wall Street Journal last week, claiming that since the defendants had all been detained or ordered, or under other restrictions in the U.S., since their arrest a year ago, the agency had determined that further litigation in the group of cases would unnecessarily prolong their departure from the U.S. Just so, I'm just going to put this in straight up layman's terms here. The Chinese military sent a bunch of spies to the United States to get jobs at American universities, including Indiana University here in the state. They got caught. We just arrested nine additional ones last week. Not only did they get caught, but because they, they have sat there and haven't been charged with anything, the Department of Justice has basically said, we're not going to charge them with any crimes because we want to just deport them and get them back to China. So China sent spies to the United States. They got caught, and the United States is going, got you, and just sent them back. They didn't charge them, didn't do anything with them. They, just, they arrested them, kept them around for a year, and now they're sending them back to China. Does that seem like an appropriate response to a nation sending spies over to the United States? You know, I I seem to recall when the United States and the Soviet Union had a whole spy program where people were arrested, they were charged, they were convicted, and they could be let out upon an exchange. And since China tends to kidnap people, wouldn't it be wise to keep some of their spies and maybe offer their spies in exchange for people that China kidnaps in the future since China's always kidnapping Americans? There's Americans in China right now that we could use these people to barter and get back. Course, it's not happening that's biden's doj two stories over the weekend more coming up news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel disease i'm brooklyn baity i'm john zimney details on that and the national Weather service making big changes to their severe thunderstorm warnings first and tuesday morning on 95.3 mnc and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel if you're looking for a used vehicle go to rb car company locations in south bend and warsaw rbcarcompany.com is the website when you go in i am told that you have to say my name three times fast That's the only way that they will actually sell you a car if you don't say my name three times fast they won't sell you anything so it's a new thing that they're trying over there i don't know what it is but uh you yeah, know have fun with it all right <laughs> can't wait to get the calls from rb car company about this why are you telling people to do that <laughs> Uh <clears throat> all right. Can I can I just play a sound bite for everybody? Let's just have a little fun. It's the three o'clock hour. I just want to have a little little fun. You know my affinity for bidets. Okay. We have talked about <laughs> Hey, don't laugh. Okay. I didn't have a toilet paper shortage, Josh. Okay? I didn't have to worry about it. My affinity for bidets. If you don't have a bidet, um you're kind of disgusting and you are unclean all right so stop being a peasant and get yourself a bidet you can get them fairly cheap i recommend you get one of the cheap ones test it out that's what we did now we're in the the place where we're looking to actually get one of the expensive ones because feature sets go up dramatically with price uh but it has been an absolute life changer and i didn't think it was going to be a life changer i really didn't I that was half in on it being potentially annoying half in on it really not working as good as people say uh, but it ended up being an absolute life changer. So if you ever have an opportunity to get a bidet, I recommend you get a bidet. By the way, looking for bidet endorsements uh, right now. So I, I'm I'm shocked. Okay, I am shocked that I don't actually have one. We had an endorsement a while ago with a company who did sell bidets, but I've not actually had a bidet <laughs> endorsement, <laughs> and I think it's weird that I haven't had a bidet endorsement because it just uh, you know it just seems like I should. But you know, I digress. All right. I'm going to play this for you. This is Joe Biden. I'm going to set the stage He's at the White House. Joe Biden comes out before he gets he gets on Marine One. He comes out. He comes up to the the gaggle of reporters there. And Joe Biden says this. What must be what? What must be what? What must be what? What must be what? All right. Now, I played that for Josh without leading him anywhere and asked him what he thought he said. What did you say, Josh? My butt's been wiped. My butt's been wiped. That was the hashtag that went viral uh, when when he said this. I, nobody, nobody knows what he was trying to say. But this is just Joe Biden coming out. This is after his bizarre comments last week when somebody asked him a basic question about Republicans, and he says, "Aren't there Republicans who think that we we drink your kids' blood?" And it was, "Oh, you didn't hear that one? Should I play that one too?" Yeah, I should play that one too. All right. Um, here, Wait, let's scroll down. I think it's in the same the same article. Uh, yeah. Okay. I want to I want to screen that one out because I don't know who. I, yeah, you never know. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not going to play on un, unscreen audio, but it, it was this weird thing where he goes out there and he's, he's talking about Republicans thinking that that Democrats, you know, suck the blood out of your children, like the vampires or something like that. I've OK, whatever. Um, <laughs> this guy. Oh, my God. So everybody is trying to figure out what the whole my butt's been wiped thing is about. So it turns into a hashtag. It goes viral. Nobody has any idea what he was talking about. I'm sure that there's probably uh, a fact check or something out there that's trying to describe what he was saying. But, I mean, I, it sounds like he's running up to the reporters and says that my butt's been wiped. <laughs> I don't <laughs> The only thing worse is when Swalwell lit that really massive fart on national news. I mean, that was that was also extremely good. Now, Swalwell's in a bunch of legal trouble because it turns out he took a bunch of money he shouldn't have and spent it on things he shouldn't have. So um, Swalwell is, you know, Swalwell. So there you go. There's Joe Biden's latest, latest gaffe. And I I was going to do like a weekly gaffe thing on Biden, but other people do that. And I didn't want to be seen as copying that sort of thing. So I'll just continue to put them in my my loony liberal montages and stuff that I that I make on on my Rumble channel. But yeah, just kind of bizarre. All right, Uh, what else do we have here? Oh, for the third time, maybe three times a charm, ladies and gentlemen. uh, For the third time, there is an announcement of an end of the combat mission in Iraq. For the third time, the time number one was in Bush announced it. Then Obama got elected and Obama canceled that agreement and extended the combat troop deployment by 14 months and also canceled air support and logistical support to the Iraqis uh, when we pulled out. ISIS basically took over the country. We had to go back, and we went back to Iraq. We defeated ISIS. Thank you, Trump. Uh, And now they are announcing another end in combat missions in Iraq. So this is the third time that that has happened, and hopefully this one will actually stick. Meanwhile, even the head of the CIA is out there saying the Taliban in Afghanistan is basically in a a the best position they've been in since 2001 militarily and and they're not optimistic that afghanistan is going to turn into anything productive in the near future so who knows we'll see ladies and gentlemen you got more coming up news talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel this is Michiana's breaking news and weather station step to the final phase industrial and commercial electrical done right. this is casey hendrickson All right, let's 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 take a look at Arizona. By the way, we're live streaming on rumble.com slash Casey, the host. I was just informed by several people that if the live stream weren't around, they wouldn't even listen to my show. So I I, I guess I'm glad the live stream is around. Go to, go to rumble.com slash Casey, the host, and <laughs> come hang out with us, please. Uh, The Arizona audit, some new information coming up about that. And the news media over the weekend, by the way, it was kind of interesting. There's a couple of articles because Trump gave a speech. And as a result of that speech, um, there were some articles that basically said Trump uh, repeats debunked claim about Arizona election integrity. None of what he said is debunked. And the evidence is mounting that at least a large portion of what he is claiming in Arizona is true. Uh, We've already confirmed that in Georgia, some of the the complaints in his actual legal brief have been confirmed. And that was that people who voted, was that Pennsylvania? One of those two states. People who voted, large swaths of them, people who voted, I think this was in Georgia, 35,000, right? Um, Voted from a county they didn't live, which is illegal. Can't do that. And that was something that they actually had in their legal brief that wasn't heard on procedure only. So you know, a lot of what it was claimed by his legal team heading into the inauguration of biden a lot of that is being confirmed it's not being debunked now i will say this it is imperative that everybody understand that we don't know that enough vote irregularities slash frauds slash invalid votes what have you we don't know that enough of that would have flipped states yet it certainly looks like it in a couple of states but it's not 100 percent confirmed okay So you have to walk that line. If your gut tells you that it's confirmed, that's fine. But we're still waiting for official confirmation of that. Georgia looks like it's probably going to be the first one that we have that confirmation. But if you head back to Arizona, here's a couple of things that have happened. Ballots arrived to the audit literally stuffed in boxes. So all of the protocols for ballots was completely tossed out. They're not supposed to be stuffed in boxes like this. Uh, this is an exclusive story at the Federalist Papers. Uh, the establishment media has consistently attempted to paint the ongoing audit of the 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, Arizona, as a partisan hit job. On the contrary, Arizona State Senate President Karen Fann said in an exclusive interview with the Western Journal last week that the audit was un- has uncovered unquestionable practices that need to be addressed. Now, we've already given you a lot of that, and we've also given you the quotes from some of their state representatives and senators who have said, all right, enough is enough. They've already decertified the Dominion machines from being used in in the uh, the county anyway, so they can't even be used. And that wasn't because of the the Maricopa officials basically saying, hey, we don't want to use any of these machines anymore because we had those darn auditors doing it. One of the issues Fan discussed was the haphazard nature in which the ballots had been placed into boxes and presented to the auditors. The ballots, when they showed up, literally, they are in boxes that are literally just stuffed in there, she said. They're supposed to be organized. They're supposed to be these pink sheets between that say uh, there are certain numbers there, a certain number of ballots there, and there weren't. Okay, so when you get them in a box, they're supposed to be organized, You're supposed to have the ballot tallies and things like that in these boxes. That wasn't what happened. People just took the ballots and threw them into a box. So there was no organization whatsoever, which already leads to problems. And for those of you who are just tuning in, in Maricopa County, what they did find is that the official number of ballots that were cast were a different number than what was reported for the 2020 election by official election officials in Maricopa County. So we know that there is a ballot discrepancy in Maricopa County that appears to be confirmed at this point in time. I don't know which way that discrepancy goes. They haven't released that information yet, but there is a discrepancy. The total number of ballots that we thought were cast in Maricopa County for the 2020 election does not match the actual number of ballots that were cast based on the audit. Okay, So the auditor literally in trying to preserve everything the exact way it is had to v- be very careful to take the ballots out, do what we needed to make sure we put them back exactly as we found them, even though it was a complete mess. So, again, this is Senator Fan basically talking about what what they had to do. And because there was no organization, it was just haphazardly done, they still had to return them in the same order. Now, there is a theory, okay, there is a theory about this, that when they were handed these ballots that didn't match, they weren't organized or anything like that. The idea was to make it difficult for them to put them back in that order so that election officials could go, We got the ballots back. Nothing was back the way that it was. It was sent to them. Everything was out of place. Everything was out of order. We don't know what they did with these ballots. And then they can go and make the claims that there was actual ballot tampering during the audit, whereas the auditors are saying that they were sent to them that way. So I don't know if that's true, but it is a plausible scenario that you send them stuff that's disheveled. And if it doesn't come back in the exact same disheveled way, you then claim the auditors are the ones that tampered with the ballots, and it wasn't you. Uh, They withheld the blue tally sheets. We have not gotten a chain of custody document. We have not gotten the routers, the passcodes, the fobs. Remember, the router situation is something that is being battled in in court right now. Uh, The courts have told law enforcement to turn over the routers. The law enforcement, uh, the sheriff over there said, no, he's not going to do it because it jeopardizes law enforcement. Uh, we have actually had former law enforcement forensic auditors on this show saying there isn't a justifiable reason for them to not turn over those routers. I have an information security background. There is no reason for them to not turn over those routers. Uh, the claims that are being made don't make any sense. It's a lie. It. It. There isn't any actual functional reason why those routers can't be turned over. Something else that happened in the Arizona audit is that the election systems password has not been changed in two years and has been shared with many people. Now, this is a big problem because you're supposed to be changing your security. Some of you watch the live stream on Rumble, you have seen me complain about how often my password changes here at work. In fact, we just had another password reset just a week ago. Uh, it's annoying, okay? But it's done under the guise of security. And our systems, there's always an attempt to breach the systems and that sort of thing. And, and we wanna make sure that that doesn't happen. So if you have an election system, why is your password to access the election machines the same as it was two years ago when it has been shared with all of these people who may or may not still be involved with the process? It should be changed every election. This is simple stuff. But it hasn't. So who knows who has that password now? Who knows who's who shared that password with however many people? Plus, we know that without the password, these machines are very easy to hack into anyway. So these are all you know, some big issues, again, showing up in Arizona. Now, with that said, I want to dovetail off of what's happening in Maricopa, just giving you the update there. And I want to address something that I still got on Friday. Again, we did open lines on Friday again. Again, I had a caller call up. He was like, how in the world are we supposed to win elections? They're always cheating. What's going on? And I've tried to make this case several times, but there's an article that came out that goes in even a little bit deeper than that. Than what I've told you, and I want to share that with all of you, maybe to alleviate some of your concerns. We'll tell you about that coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Visit the skills section on your Alexa app or your smartphone and search for 95.3 MNC. Today's news, traffic and weather on 95.3 MNC. Hey, and good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk five three Michiana's News Channel. Once again, live on Rumble as well. If you want to watch the show, go to rumble.com slash Casey the Host. Make sure you hit that subscribe button doesn't cost you anything. Totally free. Also gets you updated on new video uploads. I uploaded three videos today in addition to this live stream to Rumble. So make sure you go check that out. All right. Um, one of the other things that kind of comes up on a regular basis, especially on Fridays when I open up the phone lines and you all get to call me, is that a lot of you are very concerned that you're, you're never going to win an election again. The Democrats have the system rigged. They're going to cheat. They're going to do this. I always have to remind everybody in 2020, the Democrats got their butts kicked up and down the ballots, up and down the coast. They they got their butts kicked everywhere in the country. Now, there was the two the two runoff elections in Georgia, which, again, uh, we're dealing with Georgia with some problems in Georgia. I still think that it's going to be really interesting a year or two from now to go back and look at how many people illegally voted in the Georgia runoff elections, because We had Democrats actively encouraging people to move to Georgia in order to vote and then go back home, which is a crime. You can't do that. So if you see a population change in Georgia, specifically in certain counties like Fulton County, which is having major election integrity issues, it'll be interesting to watch that when it comes to those Senate runoff races. But beyond that, in the House races, Republicans dominated. In the gubernatorial races, Republicans dominated. In the state legislative races, Republicans dominated. Um, And it's another one of those those reasons that what happened at the top of the ballot didn't make a lot of sense. Okay, I'm not going to get into specifics again. You've heard me talk about that many, many times, but. I constantly right, Josh, you've been with me for not very long. I'm constantly telling you about the election reforms that have happened that nobody talks about. And I realize that there's people like me who talk about it, but you're probably not listening to me 24 hours a day. Although that's coming, I'm hoping to have a Roku channel in 2022. So. We're, it's working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. So you have this, you have this, this fear that is out there that Democrats are, are rigging the system. But as I've highlighted many times on the show, election laws have been changed. Court rulings have happened that prove that some of the stuff that was permitted in 2020 was illegal and shouldn't have happened and will not happen in the future. So a lot of the ways that were used to change the results in Democrats' favors. And I'm not saying by illegally changing the ballots. I'm just saying some of the rule changes that benefited Democrats have been ruled as illegal. And in addition to that, many of those states have gone out there and solidified their voter integrity laws. We are now at 18 states who have done this. 18. And I know that a lot of you are just like Georgia and Maybe that's it. No, there's been 18 states that have done this. And you have to understand that that's a large chunk of the country when we're talking about how close our elections are. And this doesn't mean that Republicans are going to win. It just means that when elections happen, hopefully they're actually going to be fair. The people who vote are the ones that are allowed to vote. And there isn't going to be any weird manipulation of of people in ballots. That's the whole goal behind all of this. And I've also told you that James Carville is extremely worried about Democrats in the midterm elections. Now, James Carville is a huge left-wing Democrat, but James Carville is very good at analyzing elections. And I know that a lot of you don't like James Carville. I don't really particularly like him either, but I, but I get it. But when James Carville speaks up about elections and trends and things like that, he's got a really good knowledge of it. And So when he expresses concern that Democrats might be in trouble, I pay attention. And so James Carville has made this very clear over the past several weeks. He thinks Democrats are in big, big trouble in the midterms. And that may very well end up being the case. So here's the article. Democrats are worried about winning the 2020, uh, excuse me, 2022 midterm elections after Republican state legislatures reformed 30 election integrity laws in 18 states and additional legislation may come. CEO of the Stacey Abrams founded New Georgia project, which by the way, gets their butt kicked all the time. If there isn't a way for us to repeat what happened in November, 2020, we're bleeped. Insert swear word. And how are they gonna repeat those, what they did in in 2020, when they don't actually have a way to do that because those laws have been struck down by the courts? Or I should say, they weren't even laws. Those rule changes were struck down by the courts. And then 18 states have changed 30 voter integrity laws to make sure that they can't do that. So even the Stacey Abrams group is like, yeah, we're hosed. If we can't repeat what we did in 2020, uh, we are absolutely hosed. And James Carville seems to agree. So again, you know, don't rest on your laurels here because they're certainly going to try. But at the same time, there are reasons to be hopeful for the midterms and that could change everything. More coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.